Welcome to the Bard and Bible, a conversational devotional about scripture, life, and ministry from the perspective of a tabletop missionary still trying to figure out what those words actually mean when you string them together. There's a seat by the fire over there, and it looks like things are just about to get started. Tonight's tale, Greetings Traveler, I have a quest for you. Come in, come in, and know me better, man. Man, I've always wanted to say that. Go ahead, pull up a seat. I'm your resident dwarf, Bard Mike Perna, and this is Bard and Bible. While we are but a few moments into this thing, I really think I need to unpack some of what you just heard if you're going to understand anything about what this new podcasting venture in the Inroads Podcast Network even means. For starters, if you can understand all of the nerdy nuance that converged into making this podcast's title without me pointing it out to you first, have no fear. You are among friends here. In part, it's a playoff of tabletop gaming staple Dungeons and Dragons, as anything with blank and blank always seems to cite. However, more specifically, it's an homage to a pub not far from the grounds of Oxford University called the Eagle and the Child, or, more colloquially, as the Bird and Baby. This particular pub was where the group of writers and Oxford dons who called themselves the Inklings would gather to smoke, have a pint, and have long conversations about God, literature, and whatever books they were writing at the time. You probably know some of those guys, especially Lewis and Tolkien. And it is here that you can see what I hope this podcast will be. It will probably be exceptionally nerdy. It will also probably have the odd reference to games and the gaming hobby, as pretty much most things in my life do these days. And it'll also be a place where discussions of faith are explored through scripture, stories, and really whatever other interesting thing that I find crosses my path. Each episode will focus on what I call the tale, uh, a narrative title that will pretty much form the stuff I want to share with you folks. It'll provide a theme as we tie together scripture passages, life experiences, and yes, probably some games. If you're familiar with my other podcast, Game Store Profits, you may be thinking that what I just said sounds awfully similar to what we do at GSP, and you're probably wondering what the heck's different about this one. It's a fair question, and you're rather insightful for asking it. The short answer is that Bard and Bible will be GSP with the ratios turned upside down. Whereas Game Store Profits is usually us bantering about games we've been playing, news of the hobby, and a lot of the stuff we do for the ministry before we eventually turn that around to talk about how that reflects faith and just the general aspects of Christian life, Bard and Bible will be more devotional in nature, focusing mostly on scripture, mostly on the Christian living, the other stuff being relegated more to illustration or launching pad rather than being an essential part of the process. Also in each episode, as we are wont to do in Inroads Ministries, I can't help but imagine this conversation happening by the fire in a fantasy tavern. Hence why I initially introduced myself as a dwarf bard. While it might seem like any of the more pious classes of a fantasy setting are the go-to for a religious tie-in, I much favor the bard, 
powerful storytellers, actors, and lyricists whose words have the power to do the impossible. And, on my best days, I'd like to think that the same could be said of me. The dwarf part comes partly due to my love of the gruff, vaguely Scottish cave-dwelling brawlers, and partly because dwarf bards are often considered to be inferior stats-wise. So, many character creator guides will try to steer you away from them. The term suboptimal is used on more than one occasion, and it's a term in whose face I spit whenever possible. There's a dwarf bard by the name of Drogon who I brought to life, and he is without doubt my favorite character I have ever played in my 20 plus years of gaming. Him, me, and you too were made for a purpose. Looking at them as suboptimal says less about their ability and more about our inability to truly see them for what they are. <laughs> see, there I go showing biblical truth in a gaming-related illustration, and I haven't even made it through the intro. Delivering on my promises already. But seriously, as the title of this episode's tale would lead you to believe, I want to talk to you about a quest. Like any role-playing game you may have played in tabletop or video game format, you've come to the tavern to find a cause that will carry you through your adventure. As I thought through what I was going to say to start out this podcast, I kind of thought it was fitting to share a shorthand version of the very last message I gave to the youth group I was serving in before stepping down to focus my attentions on the work of inroads. By the time it was over, Unsure of what I had ahead of me, and looking at the faces of those kids that meant so much to me, I bawled like a baby as I told them I'd be stepping down as a youth leader. But before I got there, I wanted to tell them the story of a man they'd probably never heard anything about, who was actually the very first person recorded in the Bible as having received the Holy Spirit. A man by the name of Bezalel. You can find Bezalel in Exodus 31. He's right there in that bit about all the fine details of everything that they needed to build for the tabernacle. You know, that place where God dwelt with his people as they wandered in the desert. You know, that part you probably skipped because you can only hear so much about how many cubits it takes to build a proper altar before it really starts to get to you. He's a blink-and-you'll-miss-it kind of character, but... I want to make sure we don't miss him here. Starting in verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, See, I have called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, the son of Hor, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, and bronze in cutting stones for setting, and in carving wood, to work in every craft. And behold, I have appointed with him Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, and I have given to all able men ability that they may make all that I have commanded you. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're talking with church folks and they ask you, what's your spiritual gift? I'm pretty sure... They'd look at you weird if you told them, I have the spiritual gift of goldsmithing. 
I can also say that if you take one of the myriad of spiritual gift tests that are out there from churches or, or heck, even the ones that you can take on Facebook from the same places that let you know which Lord of the Rings character you are, cutting stone is never among the possible results. Yet here it is, clear as day. No matter what translation you are looking at, God has given his spirit to this man and his assistants so that their crafting skill goes through the roof. These men are not preachers, they're not teachers, they're not prophets or leaders. The Holy Spirit came upon this man Bezalel so that he would make a home where God dwelt among his people. And when he was done making it, so was his contribution to the biblical narrative. Anytime you see his name in any other place in scripture, it's either directly in reference to him making the tabernacle, or his name is just one of the myriad of other names recorded in a genealogy. This man's divine purpose was to build something specifically as God has instructed him to do. You might be wondering what any of this means. Knowing who Bezalel is might help in a game of Bible trivial pursuit, but what does that have anything to do with us? Again, you folks ask the most wonderful questions, and I'm happy to answer that for you. It all comes down to understanding just how big God is, and how silly we are for thinking we need to check off the right boxes in order to be qualified to serve him. So often we pull from the same list of spiritual gifts from the Bible. They primarily come from a list in 1 Corinthians 12, but you'll also find them in places like Romans, Ephesians, and 1 Peter. You've probably heard people reference them before. Things like pastor, service, teaching, exhortation, leadership, mercy, evangelism, and administration. Always a fun one to bring up at parties. And there's even more of them. But here comes Bezalel. And it's all about works of craftsmanship. Bezalel doesn't fit into any of our lists, yet... God specifically says he had given him the Spirit of God, an impartation of the Holy Spirit to build up the body. And isn't that exactly what we think of when we think about spiritual gifts? That night at my last youth group meeting as a leader, I challenged the kids to pray, asking God what their spiritual gift might be. Once they thought they might have an idea of what it could be, I told them to find somebody they trust who could give them godly counsel, a leader or a close friend, and ask them if they saw it in them too. I made sure to tell them not to limit themselves to the lists we often hold to. There was nothing wrong with the more traditional options. Those were just as valid from scripture too, so they were very much still on the table. But Bezalel's example was sitting there reminding them that God is much bigger than our cobbled-together lists. I want to give you the same challenge. Maybe you know exactly how God has gifted you, building you up so that you can go out and build up others in his name. Maybe there's one or two things on the list that resonate with you, and you have had those things confirmed by other folks. That's awesome, and I pray that you'll go out continuing to pursue those things full out, because... It's what God's called you to do, what he's made you to do. But maybe that doesn't necessarily work for you. Maybe you have this completely weird idea of how God has gifted you, but you never thought to ask if that 
thing you love might be something God has intended for you to use in that kind of way. Maybe you resonate with one or two of the traditional options, but there's this odd tangent that comes alongside it you never thought to take notice of before. Bezalel reminds us that we serve a God who is huge, powerful, and able to impart all kinds of amazing things to his people so that we can all move closer to him in some way. Ask God what he's doing and how he's made you. Don't worry about whether it fits in a list or not. Just ask, and make sure to give him time to answer. Whether it happens right away or you have to wait for it to show up, whenever you get that answer, ask somebody you know who is also trying to find out what God's up to and see if they see the same thing in you. For me, there are some things that definitely fall in line with the traditional lists, and I've had them confirmed a bunch of times. I've gotten pastor and teacher, exhortation and encouragement more times than I can count. But I've also seen other things, like the ability to tell stories that really go beyond teaching. Stories that have a power beyond just the, the communication of a single point. I've also seen the ability to evoke spiritual truth from cardboard and cultural artifacts. These things are from God, and so every day I try to use them for the purpose God has set before me, to use them for his glory and for the growth of his people. You see, I really am a dwarf bard, created by my maker to tell a unique and powerful story that helps those around me grow closer to him too. If there's one thing I can leave you with in this episode, it's this. You're a dwarf bard too. Strive for God. Tell your story. And don't let anybody call you suboptimal. You've been designed for a purpose. And every day is another opportunity to step into that and be a part of that adventure. I'll see you next time here at the Barden Bible. Well, there you have it, folks, the first episode of this new podcast. However, while my voice is going to be the primary one that you hear on the mics, I want to make sure that you know it's not the only one I want you to hear. You guys have always been a part of what makes the Inroads community my favorite group of geeks on the internet. Whether you are a gamer neck deep in the hobby and sold out for the gospel of Christ, or a new gamer who isn't even sure they're ready to buy into this whole God thing, I love that you are here. In the future, I'd love to interact with you guys by addressing questions, taking recommendations for stuff you want me to talk about, or even just sharing thoughts and prayers you might want to send my way. If you want to get in touch about this podcast, you can email me at mike at inroadsministries.com. And be sure to put Bard and Bible in the subject line so I know it's for this podcast. I look forward to doing more of these with you guys in the future. I'll see you in a couple weeks.